We welcome you today again to our children's series, which we actually said is rightly called the family series. And in our study today, we will be studying the life of one of the youngest king, actually the youngest king in the Bible, King Joash. Looking at the blessing of having a mentor in your life, or what we truly call a maker of disciple in your life, a leader, a guardian, and a caretaker, someone who will show you the way in order that you may walk right with God. Join us as we study Joash. Let us open our Bibles to the book of Second Kings chapter 11. Let's see how this young king came into the scene. Second Kings chapter 11 from verse 1. When Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she proceeded to destroy the whole royal family. But Jehoshaphat, the daughter of King Jehoram, the sister of Ahaziah, took Joash, son of Ahaziah, and stole him away from among the royal princes who were about to be murdered. She put him and his nurse in a bedroom to hide him from Athaliah, so he was not killed. He remained hidden with his nurse at the temple of the Lord for six years, while Athaliah ruled the land. So there was a, 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 a queen, the mother of Ahaziah, when she saw that her son, who was the king, had been killed, she decided that all the royal princes will be killed. She decided to destroy the royal family. But by the grace of God, the sister of Joash stole him away when Joash was just one year old. And the Bible says this young boy was hidden in the temple of the Lord, being taken care of by the nurse. And for six years, she was hidden in the temple of the Lord. The woman decided she would, she would become the one ruling. She would become the king. And as a result of that, she decided that all the royal children, all the princes, will be destroyed. And I want you to know, parents, and equally want you to know, children, that there is a conspiracy from hell, Satan has decided that every child that is destined for something great, he will destroy that child. In the days of Moses, because the devil knew what Moses was to become. The devil knew that the children of Israel were to leave Egypt. And there was someone to leave, lead them out of Egypt. Pharaoh gave the instruction that every male child that was born should be killed. In the days of Jesus, King Herod equally decided to destroy all the, all the male children. Here, we equally see that something was going wrong, something had gone wrong already, and it is only by the grace of God that one boy, one tiny boy, one year old was stolen. If not, he will equally have been destroyed. 
What is happening today is that more and more children destined to great height, destined to become great people in the world, are being destroyed. They may not be physically killed, but their relationship with God is being destroyed. Sin is being introduced into their life at very tender age. So that at the age of three, four, if you can imagine what the children have started doing, you will be shocked. Satan has decided to destroy this generation and ensure that there will be no generation of people who fear God. So Satan is at work. Just as it was in the day of Joash, Satan is equally destroying the children. Destroying the children through all sorts of immoral films, immoral videos, all sorts of wrong company, all sorts of wrong friends. But by the grace of God, somebody, a, a lady, decided that this child will not be destroyed. Jehosheba stole King Joash. Young boy, young child, and for six years was hidden in the temple of the Lord. That is the starting point of any child who will rise to be anything. If your children will rise to be anything in this world and in the purposes of God, then you have to hide that child in the presence of the Lord, in the temple of the Lord, so that the child is not destroyed in this evil world, so that the morale of the child, the, the, the character of the child is not destroyed, so that the child is not introduced into wrong habits, satanism at that tiny age. Unfortunately, many parents don't give time to their children. They themselves are not in the temple and they don't even care what is happening to their children. So Jehoash was hidden in the temple, taken care of by the nurse, and there was a priest, Jehoiada, who for six good years built up Jehoash in the fear of the Lord. The nurse took care of the child physically, and the, the, the priest taught the child in the fear of the Lord, in the ways of the Lord. A child that was destined to become a king, but needed to be hidden in the temple of the Lord. Let's go to chapter 12. We're in 2 Kings chapter 12. From verse 1. In the seventh year of, of Jeho, Joash became king. He reigned in Jerusalem 40 years. His mother's name was Zibia. She was from Beersheba. Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the years of Jehoiada the priest. All the years Jehoiada the priest instructed him. He became king at the age of seven. And the Bible says... He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the years that this priest called Jehoiada instructed him. When there are the right people instructing our children, teaching our children, building our children up, they will do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. But if we just push our children to all sorts of places, 
and they are taught the wrong thing, they will do what is evil in the eyes of the Lord. So, Joash had Jehoiada who was instructing him in the ways of the Lord. Instructing this young boy, young as he was, and as a result of that, he walked right with God. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He walked in holiness. He walked in the fear of the Lord. If our children have the right mentors in their lives, the right disciple makers in their lives, the right guardians in their lives, they will walk right with God and they will do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. So, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord because there was somebody who was instructing him in the ways of the Lord. Let's go to Second Chronicles chapter 24. From verse 1. Joash was seven years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 40 years. Again, verse 2, Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the years of Jehoiada the priest. As long as Jehoiada lived, Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 3 says, Jehoiada chose two wives for him. And he had sons and daughters. Even the issue about his wife was chosen for him. Raised up by this priest, taught by this priest, and he has so much confidence in this priest, this mentor, that even the choice of his wife was not just done independently. Jehoiada chose the wife for him. Let's continue from verse 4. Sometime later, Joah decided to restore the temple of the Lord. He had grown up in the temple of the Lord. He knew what the temple of the Lord was. He had interest in the temple of the Lord. And the first assignment we see him here carrying out is that he decided to restore the temple of the Lord. Built up in the house of the Lord, built up for the Lord and having interest in the house of the Lord. And that's what we are supposed to do. We are to build our children so that they will have interest. They will have the, the, the interest of the Lord will become their first priority. There are parents who built up their children. And they do not interest them in the issues of God. They do not interest them so that they have a passion to do anything for God. When your children have no desire for God, no desire for the things of God, no desire for the house of God, what type of child have you produced? It may actually be because that is what your life is. Many parents concentrate on the education of their children, all the other aspects of their children's life, except relating them to God so that their children grow up and some of them become atheists. Some of them deny the Lord. 
the God of their parents because their parents never interested them in the things of God. Joash was built up in the house of God and Joash knew that the first assignment on his heart, the first assignment he should carry out is the house of God. A parent who has built up a child to put God first, put the interest of God first, put the house of God first, have succeeded in raising children who will succeed in their life. For such children will have the favor of God resting in their lives. The Lord will bless them. The Lord will single them down for promotion because the Lord will see in their hearts the first priority of their heart is the interest of God. Have you interested your children in the things of God, even in the house of God, in the presence of God, or your children are children that are being built up without the language God? They have no language, nothing about God in their lives. So Joash decided to repair the temple of the Lord. Let's continue from verse 4. He decided to restore. Because while Ataliah, who actually destroyed all the royal family live, she decided to start worshipping idols in the temple of the Lord and destroy the temple of the Lord. And Joash decided, young as he was, to repair the temple of the Lord. There are two aspects to the temple of the Lord. The first aspect, the spiritual aspect, is that the Bible says that we are the temple of the Lord. Any successful parent will build up their children to know that their bodies are the temple of the Lord and therefore they should never defile that temple. They should never use that temple for anything ungodly because God dwells in them. A God-fearing parent will teach the children to know that they carry God. They are the house of God. And God dwells in them. And therefore, number one, they should never take the house of God to the wrong place. Number two, they should never permit this house of God, this temple of God, to do anything that will, be, uh, will not be pleasing to God. They should never permit anything that God will not be happy with to take place inside this temple of God. Our hearts are the temple of the living God and therefore we must restore it. We must keep it pure. We must ensure that God can come at any time and stay in his house. Have you succeeded to bring up your children to the extent that your children know that they are the temple of the living God? That's how to make a child to fear God. That's how to make a child to hate sin. Such a child will make sure that he will live a holy life because he dare not dirty where God is staying. Verse 5. He called together the priests and Levites and said to them, Go to the towns of Judah and collect the money due annually from all Israel to repair the temple of your God. He told them, this God is your God. Go and collect all the money and use it to repair the temple of your God. He did not say, go and collect all the money. Let me use it to buy big cars. 
great chariots. He told them, this God is your God. Use the money for the temple of your God. Have you built up your children so that they will know that money should be used for the interest of their God? And he told them, do it now. But the Levite did not act at once. Listen to the language of this young boy. He knew the urgency that serving the Lord should be a, a, a matter of urgency. He told them, do it now. Repair the temple of your God now. The religious people, the Levite did not act at once. The person who had grown up in the temple, who had been shaped, who had been built up to fear the Lord, knew that if you must do something for the Lord, you should do it now. The religious people are always pushing the interests of God to another time and giving first priority to other things. Maybe the Levite decided they will go and take care of their animals, they will go and take care of their garden, they will go and do their other businesses, but Joash said, do it now. If you will follow the Lord, do it now. If you serve the Lord, do it now. If you surrender your life to the Lord, do it now. If you don't want to do it now, you may never do it. So Joash was built up by a God-fearing priest who was not just a religious practitioner, but who had a personal relationship with God. And he knew that the service of God must be the first priority. We must build up children to put God's name first, God's interest first, God's service first. And to see the urgency of surrendering to the Lord, following the Lord, and pursuing the Lord with all their heart. And to see that if you have to do something for the Lord, do it now. Let's continue a bit. So the priest did not act at once. Therefore the king summoned Jehoiada, the chief priest. So Jehoiada was the chief priest. He is the one who raised up the king. And now the king is calling him and saying, why haven't you required the Levites to bring in from Judah and Jerusalem the task imposed by Moses, the servant of the Lord, and by the assembly of Israel for the tent of the testimony? Now the son of that wicked woman, Ataliah, had broken into the temple of God and has used even its sacred object for Baals. Verse 8. At the king's command, a chase was made and placed outside the gate of the temple of the Lord. He made a box, put a hole in it, a small box with a hole in it. And what was happening, all the money were being put inside, were being put inside. The hole was so small that money will enter, but money will not be removed until the box is broken. How did he learn it? Jehoiada had taught him as a child to serve. It is our responsibility as parents to teach our children that whatever they get, they must save for the future. And what Jehoash learned while in the temple, he is now practicing it as a king. If we do not teach our children today to serve, 
our children will never grow up serving, irrespective of how much money they will be getting tomorrow. So what did Joash do? He put a chest, a box, with a small hole, and people were putting in money, putting in money, and each time it was full, they broke it and used it to repair the temple of their God. Have you taught your children how to serve for the rainy day? Do you think that you will always be there? Even if you will always be there, you would never be in their life all their lives. They need to learn to serve when they are young. And tomorrow, when they grow up, they will not depart from it. From verse 13, the men in charge of the work were diligent and the repair progressed under them and they built the temple of God according to its original design and reinforced it. That's what Jehoash did. He got men who were diligent and they repaired the temple of the Lord. They built the temple of the Lord as it was done in the days of Solomon. Verse 15. Now Jehoiada was old and full of years, and he died at the age of a hundred and thirty. He was buried with the kings in the city of David because of the good he had done in Israel for God and his people and his temple. He was not a king, but he did what was right. And when he died, he was buried in the place where the kings are normally buried. What are we looking at? We are looking at the blessing of having the right person in your life. A right mentor, a right maker of disciple, a right leader, somebody who will guide, guide, guide you in the right pathway. A right counselor in your life. Because there are many people in this world who do not have the right advisors in their life. They have no right mentor. They don't have anybody who can help them to walk right. Whom they can consult in difficult moments. Such people are independent. And without counselors, without the right counselor, you will go astray. But Jehoiada died. From verse 17, let us see what happened after Jehoiada died. After the death of Jehoiada, the official of Judah came and paid homage to the king, and he listened to them. They abandoned the temple of the Lord, the God of their fathers, and worshipped Asherah poles and idols. This mentor died. And instead of turning to begin to obey, to begin to do the thing that he was taught, he listened to the wrong people. We must be careful the type of people we listen to. They came and bowed down to him. They came and worshipped him. They came and praised him. They came and flattered him. They came and told him, you are a king. Don't behave like a boy. You are no longer the boy. They told him, you have grown up. There's a lot of good things to enjoy around. They told him, don't just be so religious. You can enjoy life. 
and he listened to them. And when he listened to them, they abandoned the temple of the Lord. Someone died in his life. The righteous man died. The righteous counselor was no longer there. When you do not have the right counselor, the right mentor, the right person who will correct you, the right person that you fear, the right person that you can say, no, this person is, has told me this is wrong, you will go astray. We must make sure that our children have the Jehoiadas in their lives. The right mentors. The right people who show them the right pathway. We ourselves must make sure that we show the right example to our children by the fact that we are not independent. We have the right people who are equally showing to us direction. Because if you are not being led, you cannot lead. If you are not under authority, you cannot exercise authority. If you do not have the right counselor, you cannot be a counselor. So Jehoiada died, and the wrong people came and flattered King Jehoash. They abandoned the temple of the Lord. They abandoned the God of their fathers, and they began to worship idols. What happened? Because of their guilt, God's anger came upon Judah and Jerusalem. When you follow the Lord, the Lord will be happy with you. The blessing of God will rest upon you. But if you abandon the Lord, whether you are a child or whether you are an adult, whether you are a parent, whether you are rich, irrespective of your level of education, if you abandon the Lord, the anger of the Lord will burn upon you. And let us see what happened. Verse 19. Although the Lord sent prophets to the people to bring them back to him, and though they testify against them, they would not listen. Are you such a person that even though you have gone astray, when they tell you to come back, when God sent his word, God sent the prophet, you have abandoned the pathway, you are no longer in the temple of the Lord. You no longer even give yourself to prayer. Nobody sees you again reading the word. Among the people of God, you are never there for any meeting again. You are all, all over. You may even say, I have so much work all over. But you have, you know it in your heart. You have abandoned the temple of the Lord. When you abandon God, you will listen to wrong advisors. Are you so busy for every other thing except for God? Are you too caught up? What are you showing your children? Are you telling the children that other things take the first priority and that God and the interests of God have no place and tomorrow should have no place in their lives? So the prophet, a prophet was sent to them. And the prophet testified and preached to them to bring them back, but they would not listen. When a man can no longer listen, it's only a matter of time and he will be destroyed. The Bible says they testify against them. They spoke against their ways. They spoke against they are evil. The fact that they are not idol worshippers. The fact that God is no longer taking the first place in their life. But they harden their hearts. 
Is God still taking the first place on your heart? Is God the first priority in your life? Have you pushed God aside? Are you showing the right example to your children that having time with God is far greater than any other thing? Are you teaching your children that God can be pushed aside? That God can become a houseboy? That you only follow girl God when it is convenient to you. Or God has taken the first place on your heart. The house of God has taken the first place on your heart. The temple of the Lord has taken the first place on your heart. Or the service of God has taken the first place on your heart. Jehoiada died. Joash listened to the wrong people. The people who fear to speak when Jehoiada was around. Are there people around you that they fear to speak when certain leaders are around? It is they only speak when certain uh, a particular person is not there to turn you aside, to turn you to wickedness, to turn you away from the pathway of righteousness. They will not listen. Verse twenty. Then the Spirit of God came upon Zechariah, son of Jehoiada, the priest. This person who brought up Jehoash, he had a son called Zechariah. Other prophet had gone. They will, the king would not listen. Now the Spirit of God came upon someone who had taken the place of Jehoiada. Whom Jehoash should have just listened to, but he did not listen. The Spirit of God came upon him. And he said, this is what God says. Why do you disobey the Lord's commands? You will not prosper. Because you have forsaken the Lord, he has forsaken you. I want to get it here very well. He says, why do you disobey the Lord's command? And he said, if you disobey the Lord's command, you will not prosper. The person who gives himself to disobeying God has also decided that he will not prosper. Prosperity is the fruit of obedience. Blessings is the fruit of obedience. You abandon God. He said, if you forsake the Lord, he will forsake you. You grew up loving the Lord. You grew up knowing the Lord. You grew up fearing the Lord. You grew up obeying the Lord. And after a time, you begin to disobey the Lord. From the moment you begin to disobey the Lord and to give yourself to sin, you can be very sure that the blessings of God will depart from your life. The pathway of blessings is through obedience. Those who obey will be blessed. Those who disobey, God departs. They cannot prosper. Give yourself to obey the Lord. Do not say you have grown up. Do not say you are not mature. Do not look at your possession and say, am I not blessed? I have all that I need. Those I don't need God. 
When you begin to say that in your heart, that you no longer need God, demons have taken over to destroy your life. He said, if you forsake God, he will forsake you. Anyone who forsakes God, God will forsake you. Verse 21, but they plotted. So a prophet came to them and said, you are not disobeying God, therefore you cannot prosper. And told them, you have forsaken the Lord, therefore he has forsaken you. First group of prophets came, they will not listen. The spirit of God came upon Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada. They will not listen. The king will not listen. What did they do to him instead? Verse 21, they plotted against him. And by the order of the king, they stoned him to death in the courtyard of the Lord's temple. Where Jehoiada had grown up fearing the Lord. Sorry, where Jehoash had grown up fearing the Lord. Raised up by Jehoiada. The same person built by Jehoiada is asking people now to kill the son of Jehoiada in the temple where Jehoiada raised him up. 22. King Jehoash did not remember the kindness of Zechariah's father Jehoiada. The kindness Zechariah's father Jehoiada had shown him but killed his son. He forgot that he himself would have died if someone else did not steal him and hide him in the temple. He forgot that he came to the throne. It was Jehoiada who decided the king's son must reign. He forgot the fact that someone else made him king. Now he is killing the son of Jehoiada. And that's the life of many people. They forget easily what they were. They, for, they, they forget the fact that they were taken up when they were about they were nothing. They were about to be ruined and raised up to kingship. Raised up and placed on the throne. Listen to what Zechariah said as he was dying. Who said as he lay dying, may the Lord see this and call you to account. He cursed the king. He cursed him. When you repay kindness with wickedness, a curse comes upon your life. When kindness has been shown to you and you pay back with wickedness, may God see it and call you to account. Verse 23. What are we saying here? This man that was raised up is now abandoning God, turning to evil, and the one that was rescued from being murdered is that now the, the one who is a murderer. The one that was rescued from being killed is now the one killing others. The one that was raised up in the temple, protected in the temple, is now the one using the temple area to murder. Verse 23, at the turn of the year, the army of Aram marched against Joash, invaded Judah and Jerusalem, and killed all the leaders of the people, and sent all the plunder to the king in Damascus. 
verse 24, although the Aramean had, army had come with only a few men, the Lord delivered into their hands a much larger army because Judah had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. A small army came, invaded Judah, killed all the leaders. The people who were giving wrong advice to Joash are now being destroyed. God handed over his people to the Aramean army. Why? Because they had forsaken him. When you forsake the Lord, the Lord pulls away from you and Satan takes over your life. Satan will attack and the Lord will not protect you. Never forsake the Lord. A curse is now falling Joash. His people are destroyed. The people who are giving him the wrong advice are destroyed. A few hand, a handful of men came and attacked the army of a whole nation. Killed them and took away all their wealth. Your prosperity can disappear the twinkle of an eye if God withdraws from you. And many people don't know that. Many people don't know that blessings come from God. And if God pulls away from you, your blessing will disappear. You forsake God, God will forsake you. We build up children to know that their success depends on the Lord. If they abandon God, God abandons them. They obey God, God will prosper them. They are with God, God will be with them. And we do it by showing the example to children. The Father will fear God, we follow the Lord, we put God first in our lives. Because Judah had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. When you forsake the Lord, the God of your fathers, God will forsake you. The Bible says, judgment was executed on Joash. This king who started with God, following the Lord, listened to the wrong advice. And here we are. Judgment being executed upon him. Verse 25, when the Arameans withdrew, they left Joash severely wounded. He was terribly wounded. And his official conspired against him for murdering the son of Jehida, the priest. They killed him in his bed. What you do to others will be done to you. He responded, he showed wickedness. To someone whose father had shown kindness to him. And now, on his own bed, he is being killed. He had asked others to kill Zechariah. He is harvesting the seed he had planted. So the Bible says here, so he died and was buried in the city of David, but not in the tombs of the kings. He started as a king. At the end here, he dies, but he is not buried where the kings are buried. Jehoiada was buried where the kings are buried because he feared God. You can start very well, but you lose it at the end. You end very badly. You start well with God, you will end well if you walk right with God. What are we saying? 
there are a number of lessons to learn from the life of Joash. In our lives as parents, and as we raise up children, as we round up the sharing, let's summarize some key lessons that are coming up, or that have come up, from the life of this young boy that became king and reigned as a king for 40 years. Number one, Satan wants to destroy every child because Satan knows what the children will become. He knows the purposes of God that are tied to the children. They may be physically alive, but destroyed by sin. Destroyed by the wrong movies. Destroyed by the evil companies. Destroyed by the things they are hearing, by the things that they are seeing. They will die spiritually and have broken relationship with God. And the God factor that is the key to blessing will be taken away from their lives. Number two, the only place to hide our children from being destroyed is in the temple of the Lord, in the presence of the Lord. We take our children to the house of God. We make sure our children are taught the ways of the Lord. So it is wickedness by a parent who prioritizes other things in the child's life without giving time to build up the children in the fear of the Lord. We hide the children in the Lord. That is why as any child is growing up, as early as a child can understand, we help the child to surrender his life to the Lord Jesus Christ and we begin to build up that child in the Lord, in the fear of the Lord and help that child to learn to serve the Lord. Children must, number three, children must have the right mentors, the right disciple makers, the right counselors, the right elderly people in their life to mentor their life and build them up to maturity. Let us say it, not only children, even every person must make sure there is always someone in your life who can point out to you when you are going wrong. If you don't have such a person, you are independent. When your Jehoiada dies, you make sure you get another person to whom you are committed who will constantly make sure that you don't go astray. Every one of us can go astray. You need someone who will give you the warning. You have abandoned God. You are going astray and help you to come back to the Lord. Number four, children should be taught the value of the house of God. They should be taught to value the things of God, to value the interests of God, to value the service of God, and to give priority to God their relationship with God and give priority to the service of the Lord. If you succeed to raise up a child who put God first and who knows that if you want to do, if you must do something for the Lord, you do it now. You have succeeded in raising up that child. Children who invest their wealth in the service of the Lord and in the interest of the Lord. Number five, 
Teach the children that at no point in their life should they ever be independent. They should always listen to the right counselors, listen to the right mentors. We are summarizing the critical lessons that are coming from this king called Joash. Number six, they should keep their distance from wrong advisors. The Bible says, evil company will corrupt good moral. They should keep their distance from wrong people. People who advise them to abandon the good counsel that, that they have received. And there are multitude of them around. Number seven. They should never forget the kindness that was once shown to them in the past. What has been planted in your life, planted in another person's life. You were raised up, raised up others. You were blessed, blessed others. You were taken care of, take care of others. Never pay back. Good with evil. When you do like that, God will turn against you. Number eight, listen when you are corrected. When you are rebuked, when you are corrected, listen. When you don't listen, you will go astray. Every one of us can miss the way. When you miss the way and somebody comes and is telling you the right, right way, the right pathway to take, listen. When you are corrected, listen. Don't fight back. Don't fight. Listen, failure to listen means that you are proud and you will be destroyed. Every proud person will be destroyed. With the right advisors, you will succeed. With wrong advisors, you will be destroyed. The last lesson that has come out to us is that you can start well and end badly. For this to happen, it is because you have turned away from God. Never turn away from the Lord. Always write it upon your heart that your success depends on your relationship with God. God stay in your life. God the first person on your heart. God the first priority of your life. If God is first in your life, you will go far. You will succeed. Your success lies in God. Your success lies in your relationship with God. Your success lies in the service of God. Your success lies as you listen and decide that at no point in your life will you ever become independent. May the Lord help you and help us, the parents, to raise up children who will start well, begin well, and end well. Who will never abandon God? Who will put God as the first person of the, uh, on their hearts? Put the service of God as a priority? Children who grow up fearing God are children who grow up to be successful children. And for that to happen, we, the parents, will show them the right example. May we show our children the right example. May we be the Jehoiadas in the life of our children. And may our children run away from wrong advisors so that their good morals are not corrupted. May God bless you.